But to get uh, his insights on what happened at the MCG today, Jared Waitley joins us. Jared, good evening. What, Dan? Great to be with you. What did you think? It was an interesting day of cricket that sort of went from one way to the other and then back again, maybe. It was a rollicking good day. As yesterday was a bit of old school cricket. It was it was slow for good reason, uh, but today, right from the outset, it was uh, it was fast moving. The seven wickets that Pakistan took in the first session was testament to that. They are a committed team. They're yep. trying hard, and Australia, I think, chanced their arm a little bit to force the scoreboard along. They got 133, uh, 131 runs out of those seven wickets. 318 is a good number batting first at the MCG. I think you could visually see that, and then you can back that up through the uh, through the years where that pitch has been restored. Pakistan uh, won the middle session. There's some stoic batting, one for 68, and then they hit the accelerator straight after T. Uh, but that did open the way, and once Shafiq fell, Pat Cummins shaped the day. Those those five wickets in the final session gives Australia such a commanding position. So. Yeah, what are they? 124 runs in front. There's four wickets in hand. This is a long Pakistan tail. So the advantage is with Australia. So, Jared, if Pat Cummins wasn't playing, could have Australia been in a little bit of trouble at stumps or was it a collective effort from the bowlers? Uh, it required Cummins to um, to come up with two brilliant moments. And that... Yeah. I, I am struck by this. I, I love. I think we've denied ourselves for generation the the capacity of the fast bowling captain. We, we've been wedded to the idea that batting captains shape the test match across a day's play. Um, but a fast bowling captain can do it across two overs. And that's what he did. Is The court and bowl is spectacular. As good a reflex court and bowl as you would see. Hands were neither up nor down. He was sort of contorted and twisted and... Shafiq was so well set. So that was a brilliant catch. And then the ball to get Baba uh, is that's as good as you, you can bowl. Top of off. That's the, it's the cliche for a reason. And that was the off bail. So through the gate of one of the great batters of the world and to flip the off bail, utterly brilliant. And he followed that up with, uh, with the wicket of Salman a little later on. So th- this Australian attack, we were talking about it actually uh, off air, Barat and I, is th- there's one of them they very rarely take six or seven or any individual that they, yep. they get into the act together, but that the flow of things required one of them to, uh, to disrupt Pakistan. And that was Cummins. I feel like that's been Cummins since he was captain. I could think of half a dozen moments in a day's play where he's been able to do that. So yeah, is the day belongs to him. And I do think that's part of what makes him such a fine leader. So, Jared, the delivery that he got Babbo's arm out with was the first wicket either bowled or LBW in the match. So has the bounce on the wicket been a bit of a surprise to everyone there at the MCG? Uh, it's, a, it's a really interesting pitch that we'll probably wait to the end of the test match to fully assess. So, um, And Whitey's seen a lot of shield cricket at the MCG. Uh, that The history obviously they, takes us back to 2017 and 18, where you really needed dynamite for that pitch. So they've done a brilliant job to <laughs> restore competitive cricket to it, and they've tilted it heavily in the bowlers' favour to do so. They've done it largely with grass. So Matt Page has experimented here or refined his technique here for the first time in a test match. It's uh, less grass. It was much browner than 
than green and you could see little bits of the, the clay surface underneath, which we hadn't been able to see at test matches before. He felt that he would be able to get the seam and the bounce out of this pitch without needing as much grass as previously. And I think that's been validated so far. Uh, it is hard, but it is. Um, there are variations in the bounce. There were balls this morning that weren't carrying through to Rizwan, the Pakistan keeper. And then there were balls that were absolutely flying through head high and that moves both ways. So, Chris Rogers talks about the, the pitch that offers all four, which is the batting nightmare. So runs have been at an absolute premium, and I think that's there on the scorecard. There's um, Labashain 63 and Shafiq 62, and there's only three half centuries that have been scored. So there are changing characteristics of the MCG pitch. I think this is different to any that we've seen across the past four years, but it is still extremely difficult to... Um, amass big scores on. Yeah, I'm full of admiration for Matt Page, and I've got to know Matt really well over the last few years. And what I love, Jared, is that he's really honest with himself. Um, and if he feels like a pitch is going one what far too far one way, he can bring it back. And I think he realised that it was probably too bowler friendly over the last couple of years. It was too hard to bat, and certainly in the two Sheffield Shield games. And he he did say to me, he said, "I've just got to." I've got to bring it back a little bit more towards the batting, not the whole way, but a little bit more. And that's what we've seen here. And I, I think it's a good pitch because it's, it, there is something there for everybody. And, and that's all you want. You want it to be a contest, but you still want to be able to see batsmen be able to score, uh, particularly in front of the wicket. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's a good competitive pitch for the time being. And we, we'll know as I want to hold judgment on it. Um, yep. you, you want pitches that, give batters the capacity to make centuries. And I don't yep. feel like through the first two days, no batter has looked like he's going to make a century on this pitch. So um, you, 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 you can be really finicky and ask for a lot. And, and I suspect that's what Matt's thinking about. But we don't know how it will play days three and four. Um, there, were, there were moments in that middle session where things really had settled and the sun was beating down and it looked like a good time to bat. And I think it was fine bowling rather than the pitch that disrupted things from there. Um, I'm so curious to see what happens three and four. Damian Fleming felt like there were there were cracks underneath, which we haven't seen cracks on an MCG pitch for years. So we'll get the chance to go out and have a look in the morning and and uh, satisfy ourselves as to what's going on. So, yeah, excellent competitive cricket, still tilted towards the bowlers. Let's see what happens next. So, Jared, how's the morale of the Pakistan cricketers heading back to the hotel now? They had two and a half really good sessions. They took seven wickets this morning, were one for 124, and all of a sudden in half a session, the game has completely changed. Yeah, I think they're committed and enthusiastic and probably aware that they're overmatched. I think there'll be, there'll be some... Yesterday's lament was the two drop catches. They caught brilliantly today with the seven that they took. So kudos there. Their bowling was um, still erratic, way too many wides and buys. But there'll be shots that they will regret. So the captain, um, and you can you live by the sword, die by the sword. He came at Nathan Lyon straight after T. He took him down the ground twice for a six and a four. And the next time he did it, he hit a ball straight up in the air. He just wasn't there for it. He was trying to do too much. That's a bad dismissal. So you have to... He has to marry that up with how he wants to play his cricket. So he's talking about baseball and trying to encourage the team. I don't think anyone else is with him on that. Rizwan plays naturally, but the uh, I don't feel like the rest of them are, are queuing up to do that. 
And in Australian conditions against this attack, I'm not sure how practical it is anyway. So Masood has to have a, a think about whether he, frankly, threw his wicket away. Baba got beaten by a brilliant ball, but that's a little bit unflattering for one of the great batters of the world to be bowled back through the gate. And Shaquille, that, that's, that's a mo- he's early in his test career, but that's a moment of misjudgment. He thought he could leave Hazelwood and then realised too late that it was coming back to the top of off as well. So I don't think he'll get bowled terribly often in his career like that. But so each of them's got a, a little bit of lament. Um, they're behind in the game, but Rizwan is there. I feel like Rizwan is... He's just like Rishabh Pant. So um, 80 minutes of him tomorrow and who knows where Pakistan could be. So I, I like the fact that they do, they seem to play quite well out of each break, which means they respond to instruction and direction and, um, and they're playing for each other. But they are just a little, they don't have the, the nuanced edge to their test cricket at the moment. Um, and that, that comes with experience and enough world-class players. Jared, thank you very much. Nine o'clock tomorrow morning on SCN. We'll catch you then. Terrific. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jared. Jared Waitley joining us there from the MCG. So at Stumps on day two, Pakistan six for 194, still 124 runs behind Australia's first innings. Pat Cummins, the star for the Australians with three for 37. We're off to a break. Josh Inglis, the Perth Scorchers star, the World Cup star. He'll join us next on SCN.